Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. 101.9 Chai FM, this is Soul to Soul on a Friday afternoon here in Johannesburg. Welcome, welcome to everyone and thank you so much for joining us on this very amazing Friday afternoon. This is a very, very special Shabbos. It's a uh, triple crown Shabbos or if you're still into Chomets making mode a triple kugel Shabbos because it is, of course, Shabbos Pashas Tazria. And it is going to be Rosh Chodesh Nisan tonight. And of course, it's the last of these special readings for the Shabbatot before uh, Pesach, Pashas HaChodesh. So it's all the, all the aces are, are wild and it's going to be a really amazing, amazing, uh, a, a Shabbos. But somehow perhaps we can merge a little bit just the Pasha and, 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 and the month and the time together with a little, a little, uh, idea. The, uh, we know that the, stock with a, 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 a medrish, Zaya, we know that it says that, uh, that the Egyptians embittered the lives of the Jews, with hard work, with mortar. Uh, and the, the Zaya learns that the word Chaymer, right, which is usually uh, a mortar, alludes to the Mida of the Kal Vachaymer which is the first of the 13 principles by which the Torah is is expounded. And, of course, the obvious question, what's the connection? How does, how does the, the midah of, of a kalvachaymer correlate or, or connect to the Pasuk that talks about the suffering of, of Amisha, of the, of, the, of the Jewish nation, caused by the severe bondage in, in Mitzrayim? So to answer this question, so we have to start with the Rashi. There's a Rashi in Pasha's Pinchas, where Rashi brings the Chazal to explain why when the Torah lists the names of all the Mishpachas, of all the families of, of the Jews in, in Pasha's Pinchas, where it gives the whole list of all the families of, of, the, of the Jews that were in the desert. So when it mentions their name, it adds to their name the name of Hashem. In the, there's a hey before the name, and a yud, ha, uh, uh, and a yud afterwards. Ha Yisraeli, ha Apinchasi. All, all, all the names have a hey in front, and a yud, and a yud uh, afterwards. And Rashi uh, and explains, right? Why is it ha ha chenvoni hanoichi apalui? So it says because the fishoya ha'umos mevazenaisam, because the nations of the world used to used to ridicule. And mock the Jews. But Ayman used to say, well, Look at them, they look so pure and pristine. What are you, they, they're organizing themselves by their, by their, uh, by their tribes. What But you think that just because they were in bondage in Egypt and just like the uh, Egyptians, Controlled their bodies. You think the Egyptians didn't didn't uh, control their wives? Also, you think the this this whole beautiful setup of Jews? You think it's actually genuine? You think it's pure? You think they don't have children? Actually, from Egyptian Egyptian men, right? In Begufa, my if they if they were able to control their body, certainly they control their wives. HaKadosh Baruch Hu placed his own name 
on each of the families. I say, the, the hey before the name and the yud after the name. As if to say, I myself, says Rabbi I am testifying, that they are who they say they are. They are the sons of their, of their fathers. Right? Shifte ka edus liso. The shvatim of Hashem and their testimony to the validity, to the honesty, to the, to the integrity of, of, of the Jewish nation. Hashem azem meid aleim leshivtehem. This name testifies that they're completely, completely, completely genuine. So perhaps this is the insight of the Zaya revealed in this pasuk that the Egyptians embittered their lives not only with a hard work, but also with the chaymer, which means this meat of this terrible, despicable kava chaymer. And it was specifically the combination of both factors which made the lives of the Yidin extremely, extremely distasteful in, in, and, and distressful in, 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 uh, in Egypt. Because by giving them both the hard work and controlling the bodies, so then they were, they, they felt uh, enabled to make this this disgusting kavachimer about the yichus of the Jewish nation. That Christ are not a pure bread nation. And the Pasuk is teaching us that it was, it was the avoid kosha. It was the hard work alone, but the hard work alone wouldn't have made their lives embittered to, 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 to the core. But rather, it was both the Avayda Kasha and the Chaymer and this terrible Kava Chaymer which brought about the Chil Hashem that caused the real bitterness uh, and, and, and the, to, to penetrate even their, their very essence, even their very inner, 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 inner being. And perhaps this explanation works, works very nice by, 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 uh, by analyzing the, the trope, the cantillations that are on the words of that pasuk by Kasha. So the the trap is Kadma the Azla Revia. And it's a reference to Rashi Azla, but the Revia also is uh, a reference to to intimacy. So so there's perhaps an allusion to to to, to this terrible distorted Kavachaime which was kind of fabricated by, by the, by the, uh, Mitzrayim, that since Amishal were literally like, a putty in the hands of the, of the Egyptians, the Egyptians may have even, uh, fathered many of Israel's children. So the, the trope is conveying that this lie, which was fabricated by the Goyim, saying that maybe multitudes of, of Israel that supposedly were born from relations of, of Jewish Parents and of, of roots from both sides, so the Egyptians wanted tiny that was a lie, and this kavachaymer removed the relations away from, so to speak, Jewish men, and therefore resulted in the in the attempted uh, 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 the attempt to, to to mess up the Jewish lineage and the Jewish yichas. Uh, 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 so now the question is: from where did the Yidden truly have the strength? to override this Kavachomer. When according to all kind of natural forces, the Egyptians should have controlled the Jewish women since they controlled their bodies and, and, and literally enslaved them. 
Chazal tell us that this supernatural protection came all the way back from Sorimenu when she was taken captive many years before in, in Paro's, in Paro's palace. There it says that, uh, the, 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 it's brought down in the, uh, in, 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 in the, in the Medrash and, and in Shirashirim also. It says on, on the post Ganol, it says, Sara Yorda Lemitzrayim, the Gorda Atzmai Minah Erva, the Cholanoshim Nigrubaze. It says that, that, uh, that Hashem gave the power to Sara to, to smite Paro with the plague uh, of what's called uh, Rastan, which makes any kind of uh, physical uh, relations virtually impossible. Right and uh, and the uh, and and my similar bottom. The fact that she was able to control herself that gave all the women after the power the power to to do so. Have to have, what we have to understand is that the reason why Hashem gave Sarah this power was because she was essentially a tsenua woman in every sense of of the of the words. So now we can begin to understand the the question: How was it? How did that Klayashel leave Mitzrayim before even the 400 years were, were complete? So one of the many answers is that Klayashel multiplied so much during, during the time they were there, giving birth, we said, even six, six at a time. So this extraordinary birth rate made up for the remaining 190 missing years of Am Yisrael bondage. However, that can only be said if we know for sure that the yichus, that the that the lineage of Klai Yisrael all the way through was was absolutely absolutely pure, and that uh, there wasn't any anything that happened Chas in uh, in uh, in Mitzrayim where where an Egyptian would would uh, perhaps have uh, fathered members of Klai Yisrael, and and that's in fact what that Kavu Chaimer. Uh, 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 try to try to insinuate about the Jews. The answer is that the Kabbalah is wrong, and Yisrael were truly a nation described as Gan Noel, a, a closed garden, even in Mitzrayim. Hashem, with His name surrounding every single mishpacha, was an edus, was an open testimony to this fact, and because of this edus. Of being this Ganol, the seal garden, our bondage ended after 210 years, which is, in fact, the gematria of Gan, of Gan uh, Noel. Okay, we're going to come back and, and just finish it up and then begin the second segment of our show. Don't run away. This is 11.9 High FM on Soul to Soul, which is the greatest Jewish show in all of Africa. Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. 101.9 Hi FM, we are back here on your radio on Soul to Soul here on Friday afternoon here in Johannesburg. A bit of a rainy uh, uh, Friday, but Baruch Hashem, we need the rain and it's always such a bracha to get that message from HaKadosh Baruch that He loves us and sends the rain, the rain to us. Important details for this coming Shabbos, the latest time for benching lick for lighting your Shabbos candles this afternoon will be at 5.44. It's jumping, jumping seven, eight minutes a week. 5.44 is the latest time for 
for candle lighting. The Shkia then for is at about 6.02. Shabbos Kodesh ends tomorrow night at 6.32. Rosh Chodesh, we said Rosh Chodesh Nisan is tomorrow Shabbos, just the one, the one day of Rosh Chodesh, and we're into the month of Nisan, the very special month of Nisan, the first month of, of the year, the year which we celebrate, the month when we celebrate our, our redemption, and we won't be saying Tachanun for the entire, for the entire month. As I said, we take out three Sifra Torah tomorrow, and in the first one we read the, uh, normal Shabbos reading, which is Pashat Tazria. In the second one, uh, we read the reading, special reading for Rosh Chodesh, which is in fact the final of the normal seven Aliyot that we do on, uh, on Shabbos, or if in your shul they do more, it'll still be the final aliyah, or the regular counting of the of, of the aliyot, and after you read the Rosh Chodesh, then we'll say the Kaddish, and the the reading for the Parshat HaChodesh is the, is the Maftir, and then the Haftar is the special uh, uh, Rosh Chodesh, is the special Haftar for Parshat HaChodesh, remember, of course, this Rosh Chodesh will be Halal in Shul tomorrow, so come along and, and sing and be part of it, and the special Musaf for Shabbos Rosh Chodesh, so it's really going to be a, a fun, a fun uh, Shabbos, and of course, the opportunity, as always, to be together with family and, and, and friends, and, and grow and really, really enjoy Enjoy, enjoy the Shabbos. So we're talking about the fact that the, 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 the incredible mysterious nefesh and dedication to the, the integrity of the Jewish nation was in fact what brought about the early emancipation from, from, uh, from Mitzrayim. And the truth is, we, we actually ourselves, we testify to this before our Kaddish Baruch. In fact, the, the, there's a Pasuk, uh, Pasuk in Yishai that says, Atem Edai. We are Atama, you are my witnesses, Vanikel, and I am, and I am, uh, Hashem, and uh, the reality is that our lives and, and our actions themselves testify that there's only one Hashem who we have to serve. And Hashem is, is, is the, the creator of, of the whole universe, and there's no other in, in, outside, uh, influences or outside forces or any other, or any other partnerships. So too, Klaiso, who testify to the oneness of Hashem, must also be a nation that reflects His oneness, which means to say that Kleisar must always preserve their own pure yichus, their own pure uh, uh, breeding, and, and multiply completely within within themselves without any influences and, and partnerships from, from, uh, from the outside. This could, could perhaps be Another reason why Hashem Himself appeared at uh, at the plague of Makas Bechiras to save the Yidden from the final plague, and didn't send uh, a Malach or a Saraf, as we in fact say in the in the uh, in the Haggadah that Hashem took us out of time. Malach, No one else. Hashem Himself took us out. And perhaps this was to reinforce this idea that Amishal became a pure nation, a pure breeds nation, a a a miyuchastic nation, even in Mitzrayim, where their bodies were controlled, right? Uh, 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 their bodies were controlled, but that didn't affect their yuchas, the oneness within themselves was still absolutely still there and not from any other any other source. Therefore, Yisrael alone is the nation that mirrors the Yichud, 
the oneness of, of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and we are therefore the chosen nation worthy of being of being redeemed. So when Klai Yisrael, when we say about HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and, and we say that uh, 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 we, we, uh, we, uh, we, we declare Hashem as, as Hashem Echad. So Hashem responds, Atem Eidai, you're my witnesses, Va'ani, Va'ani Kel. And, and, and the Sforn explains that the Yud Gimalikrim, the 13 principles with which the Torah is, is expound, corresponds to the 13 meters of Hashem's mercy. The three are, are aligned. And the first midah is kel. And Hashem Hashem is the, is the, uh, is the prelude. Kel is the first of the midah, which corresponds to the first uh, midah of the 13 ways of which Torah is, is uh, expounded, which is kalvachaymer. Yisrael might even question, why do we have to strive to keep this, this yichus, this lineage so pure when the nations of the world will anyway claim their their very rational uh uh and and thereby attempting to invalidate the 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 uh, our testimony to Akadish Baruch's Yichud. So Hashem therefore responds, Anikel, I'm gonna take care of their Kalvachimer and demonstrate that the Kalvachimer that they try to claim is is true is completely invalid by placing my seal around their names. By doing so in the Torah, it becomes an irrefutable truth, even by the nations, by the nations of the, uh, of, 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 of the world. So this is, this is Atem Edai. We, by our behavior, by our morality in every area, and that's obviously in, 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 in our personal relationships, in our, in the way we deal with, the, with, with people, in the way we deal with our Kaddish Baruch and deal with, deal with our, our family. Every action we do, Speaks out our, our adherence, our, our, our oneness, our, our testimony of the, of the, of the oneness of the Yichud of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that really is what Chag Pesach is, uh, is, is, is all about. And that's what our, our, our day of, of, uh, birth, our day of emancipation testifies the fact of the, of the one and only relationship that exists between, between ourselves and, uh, and, and, and the Rabbanishla. We are speaking about the the making of of an era, particularly the the tchum, the tchum Shabbos, that uh, that a person, if he wants to travel beyond the area in which he is spending spending a, a, a Shabbos, and he wants to he wants to be able to travel beyond that. So we are uh, we are talking about how we allow a person to carry. Even two thousand amas uh, beyond the the uh, edge of the of the cities that a person is able to perhaps travel beyond the place where in fact he begins on uh, on, uh, on 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 Shabbos, and we we started saying that uh, we have to we, when we, when we when we extend the area around. Let's say a person is spending Shabbos or starting to spend Shabbos in a uh, in a uh, in a city so we we don't just regard the edge of the city as the beginning of the 2000 amas we actually draw a a square around the the 
person's habitat that if you're let's say in a in a field so then you have four amas by four amas around where you are and then the two thousand amas shoots off in every direction from from that and if you're in a a city so then we put the whole city the whole area of the city into a uh, a, a square and from the uh the quadrants of that of that square. There we begin to measure two thousand amas in every in every uh, uh, direction. We can add another detail though that when we do when we do draw this square around, let's say a uh, a city, so uh, we we uh, draw it in all four in all four directions. And let's say if uh, the square would work differently on one side and the north side. Then it would be on the uh, on the uh, on the other sides. So then we draw each one in independent independently. We're going to come back with some closing comments in a moment. It's time for a trip to the shops. This is one one point nine High FM Soul to Soul. Don't run away yet. High FM one hundred and one point nine megahertz of life. One one point nine High FM. This is Soul to Soul on a Friday afternoon here in Johannesburg. We're continuing our discussion about a Tchum Shabbos, working out how to build the Tchum around the person when he is uh, in a particular spot on Shabbos and may want to venture from there on uh, on, on on Shabbos. So we just said that the way to do it is we, is we draw this quadrant, a square around the around the uh, city. And therefore, it, it, it's better than drawing a circle because then we get also the the corners that may not have actually been within the area of the city. But uh, it, it it makes the area uh, makes the area uh, uh, larger. But in fact, the the Chachamim have uh, have said that there are certain situations where it's impossible to kind of draw a straight line. On uh, that circumvents the entire city, because sometimes you know the border of a city is not uh, a nice round circle. Sometimes it sticks in very dramatically, or maybe even sticks out uh, uh, very very dramatically, and that's going to completely distort. You, know, you may have one little finger of land or, or part of the city that sticks out, but. Everywhere else in that particular place is no longer part of the city, and in fact, may not even be settled land uh, land uh, at all. Let's say if you look at a city that may be that may have the form of a uh, of a bow, or 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 or, or, or it's kind of a, uh, like a uh, the letter the letter Gimel where it's where it sticks where it uh, where it sticks out of something. So there, it it, it becomes impractical. To make the city, the, the square around, around that, that extra bulge because it's going to, uh, incredibly increase the area of the city and, and almost un, un, uh, unfairly. So the, the, the general principle is where you have an area of, let's say, 4,000 amas between the, 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 the kind of normal end of the city to where this this projection actually uh, extends to, so then we cannot we cannot include that extra area in in the area of the uh, of the uh, of the city, 
and the four thousand amos is the two thousand amos of the tchum of the tchum Shabbos, and another two thousand amos, uh, uh, you know, it's two thousand amos all, all, all uh, around, and and that way we somehow we we can include it. But if it, if it's more than that, then it becomes impossible to include to include that uh, that area that area around it and and those areas would not would not necessarily be be uh be be part of it. Uh now if you're talking about let's say one city where there's a con- continuity of of neighborhoods or, or 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 housing areas so then it's one thing. But uh you know so so as long as the houses in the city are are joined or in very very close proximity to each other so in other words they're not uh uh more than 70 amas approximately which is the size of a uh of a uh, of a karfif which is really kind of the size of a large of a large uh, courtyard uh, approximately uh 32 32 meters so then that's considered still joined they don't have to be literally on on top of each other but if there's less than 70 almost these 32 meters between between the houses then we still consider it as part of the of the of the city but as soon as they start spreading out to the extent where there's more than than 32 meters or these uh this uh karfif size uh between uh between the houses so then we can no longer connect those outlying houses one one to the other. And therefore we'd have to say that each one has its own Tchum Shabbos beginning from from it. In other words, those houses that are outside the city more than seventy uh seventy amas and, and a little and a little bit. So uh they they can no longer be considered within the area of the of the city trum and they would have to measure their own uh, uh two thousand amas by by them uh, themselves. If the if the uh houses were closely joined together as is normal in a city uh kind of setup and there was just like one house that was you know, doing its own thing and no, not part of the of the of the structures doesn't make difference. So as long as it's less than thirty two meter, even if it's not let's say in the line, but if it's less than uh, uh, thirty two meters away from the closest house, we don't worry. It's still considered uh, just all it does is actually extends the trum of the city to include it. Also, and therefore will extend the square because the square will then encompass that house that's. Maybe even just under 32, um, uh, 32 meters, meters, uh, uh, away. And it could be that there, that there are more houses. There might be another house, another house out of it. Each one less than 32 meters away from each other. Uh, and that can, that could carry on theoretically for miles or even uh, days, days walking. As long as the houses are not more distant than the 32 amas, the city continues Continues on, right? You could you could theoretically uh, 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 include that to to uh, to include them them also. But as long as it's beyond that that uh, distance, then it gets cut, and that is already considered outside the tchum of the city, and it would have to have its own tchum. Okay, we are out of out of time, so it just left for me to 
wish all of you this amazing, very, very, very special triple crown Shabbos. Enjoy it. Get something out of it. We're told that uh, three sefer is, in, in fact, an amazing time to daven Hakadosh Baruch and get one's tefillahs answered. Let's make it happen. Let's make it work. And to each and every one of our special radio family, thank you for being with us. And to each and one of you, a good Shabbos and a good Chodesh.